the most active in the frontiers were usually the Methodists, weren't they? Methodist and Baptist, yeah. Now, the Salvation Army did made a lot of impact in England, right? right. That with on the streets there is what mm-hmm. they were really working on. Yeah. Well, and, and they became a denomination, of course. But yeah, it's it, the Salvation Army was started by a Methodist layman. Yeah. It was a Methodist. Booth. Layman. Booth, yeah. Yeah, and his wife was really the better preacher of the two, I guess. But uh, but that and that was hard because they had such a strong woman leader. In see, these these movements uh, have their day. Like defenders no longer exist. Sure. Been shut down for a long time. Um, and because the leadership didn't have the ability to shift gears to meet uh, the new new time, and uh, as a result, they they started to die on the vine. And they got so that they were not relevant, and they were overshadowed by Trinity Broadcast Network and the PTL Network. And yeah, those, those two big TV networks pretty well put out of business. Those that were magazine networks. Well, now, so the goal was truth and spreading truth. Yeah. That goal got lost pretty quick along the way, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, it became a matter of uh, building your camp. Big, bigger, better. Bigger. Build your camp bigger and get more money in. Who's got the money. most disciples? All about the I'm of Paul. I'm of Apollos. I'm of Cephas. I'm of, yeah, see, Billy uh, Joe Hargis <laughs> tried to compete with all Roberts. Yeah, uh, with uh, the Tulsa school, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and uh, uh, I had a friend of mine say that part of it is putting your own name on it. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, and yet something about the previous generation seemed like you almost had to put a, your own name on it. Well, there was a time. Know. There was a time when, in rebellion against uh, like uh, Harvard and Yale and Princeton. We had schools come along like Bob Jones University. Right. It had his name on it as a reminder uh, yeah. that the identity is Christian. Yeah, out of respect. And, and, um, and then... Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and, they, and they, I think they've held pretty true, hadn't they? As far yeah, as I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then uh, uh, Oral Roberts University or, uh, said he didn't really want his name on it, but his board said, right. if you don't put your name on it. Well, I was like, Moody was the same way. Yeah. Moody yeah. Institute, he's like, yeah, don't yeah. put my name on it. Let's see, then Jerry Falwell came along. Can't go up on his name. He had, uh, uh, so originally, so uh, Falwell's school was Tom uh, uh, Road uh, Baptist Bible College. Thomas was his church, Thomas Road Baptist Church. And most people don't know what you want, baby. Really? Nancy, help me here. Uh, yeah, she's uh, all. Anyway, fancy, uh, fancy, fancy, fancy. Got to get all the attention. Most people don't know that um, Jerry Falwell was a 1955 yeah, graduate of. Uh, Nelly. Uh, yeah. Now you, now you don't want the attention, huh? Yeah, I see how you are. Jerry Falwell was a uh, 1955 graduate of. Baptist Bible College on Kearney Street. Really? Yeah, I remember my friend was asking me if I was there, if I was working, because I worked at the water park. Uh-huh. She asked me recently if I was there when uh, Falwell went down the water slide. And 
if I was working, I wasn't working that day, but I was there. I was outside walking around the thing, and I saw him go down the slide. I didn't want to work that day because I was afraid I might say something stupid because I, I tended to look at things different than other people. <laughs> Yeah. But someone actually put a sticker on his back that said, Farewell, Fallwell. Well, <laughs> say Fallwell. He was so crooked when he came in there. I'm sorry, but he Falwell just was not. He was instrumental in, uh, in taking that away from He He was from. not. He like played like, oh, I'm going to help. And oh, he uh, was he was, he was was like a wolf coming in he, and taking he it. He promised he would hand it back to Jim Baker. Yeah, he and, did not. He was not cool. He said he wouldn't mess with camp meeting at the First thing he did was mess with camp meeting, and that's where God was being preached. And then uh, uh, he wanted that network, see, and uh, yeah, and his it was obvious. The, Thomas Road, they finally said, Jerry, you make a choice. Do you want Thomas Road, or do you want uh, yeah, hell? good for them. I'm glad but, they did uh, that. Uh, anyway, uh, these ministries uh, uh, now, Oral Roberts University will be there, like at uh, Bob Jones. It, it's, it's stabilized. It'll be there. Oh yeah, they're doing really good actually. Yeah. Uh, they're, they've the man, my I can't put you up here, baby. My uh, oh man, I gotta look at that. My uh, buddy over there, uh, Mike Matthews, he's actually working on now sharing the vision that God gave him years ago for um, or whenever you give it, make education free. You know what happens? You start sharing just the truth mm-hmm. and giving it away free. Yeah. Uh, so he's gonna do a special. Uh, Interview, he just sent me a link in a few days off. I've been thinking yesterday, in fact, that uh, uh, Nancy and I, when we meet with J.L. Jones, our attorney, we're going to be uh, establishing a foundation that will succeed us and the income from it. Uh, probably a portion of it will go to Oral Roberts University. Because, uh, yeah, they're they're making they're doing really good, and uh, they were ready. They they just had a bunch of get students go to Turkey and help out with the um, after the earthquake and that over there. Yeah, I've been so far. I've been really impressed with where they're at because yeah, there was definitely time. <coughs> I didn't even know if it was going to make it. <laughs> See uh, now, uh, Kenneth Copeland learned the lessons. From uh, mm-hmm. Oral Roberts and Kenneth Hagen, and he learned the organizational uh, skills. Uh, Oral had a lot of those, and uh, so Copeland built his mailing list, his partner list, and uh, uh, when he invested in airplanes, it was to get around to his partners quickly, rapidly. The ones that give the money. Well, and, and to develop more partners when he got there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, he'd have partners in. Uh, and hey, if you only hang out with the wealthy ones, you got to have your own plane, man. Uh, but uh, most people don't realize, I don't think, that that uh, uh, commercial air travel now, you just can't hardly, uh, you, uh, the schedule is difficult. You, uh, They've really messed it up. Uh, when I went to Lubbock at the end of November, that was a chore trying to get uh, a schedule that would work. Yeah, they messed it up big time. And, and you also, you got to be at the airport at least two hours ahead of, of flight time. And then, then when they have a, a, a flight delay and you're at a place where you're trying to make a connection. Well, when Grace was in Spain, when the whole COVID thing was starting and they were locking everything down and mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out how to get her out of there. Mm-hmm. 
If it wasn't for God's favor, she'd probably still be in Spain. Well, I, I recognize if I had a ministry that was national, that required that I be able to be um, uh, in uh, Detroit or Pennsylvania or someplace the next day or something, I'd want my own plane because commercial flights, you, you when you fly, when you're limited to flying commercial, you're limiting God's timing. You're, let, you're letting the secular world set to put the timing on that. So, my approach then would be that the Holy Spirit would give me contact with someone that has a private plane so that if I'm needing sure. to be somewhere, the Holy Spirit will just yeah, hook yeah, me up with them. And So I don't need a plane. No, you don't need it. You don't need to own it. Uh, if you have the right contact, see that? But that's God's, yeah. God's business. Yeah, only He can do that. Yeah. There's no way to like... Plan ahead. Yeah, you see, at one time, uh, it looked like I would have uh, once in a while the ability to fly in a single engine plane because Bill Gaines was licensed and owned half a plane. I flew Uh, one around Springfield once. It was cool. uh, But uh, uh, he sold out. I don't know anybody that, that has a private plane. So... If I have to fly someplace, I'm stuck with uh, what the secular world says I can do. Yeah, the bigger the plane, the safer. But um, yeah, well, there's, there's plenty of small airports and good pilots. Usually, good pilots are decent people too, right? I mean, yeah. it's, you can't really. But, but see, you can't. Uh, in order to get from here to, say, uh, uh, Seattle, Washington. Oh yeah. I've got to be on schedule. I've put God's work on a secular schedule because I don't know anybody with a plane. Yeah. Uh, but even if I did, uh, you know, it's it's expensive to have that, that oh, yeah. jet in the air. Oh, yeah. Uh, several thousand dollars an hour. Uh, yeah, I would never do that. So, uh, and then if you fly a small plane, it takes you longer and you're not as safe. Whatever. They're not as safe. Um there's some, yeah, it, it it all depends on the situation. Like if I was in Alaska, I'd, I'd have a few small planes. <laughs> I'd have my own little airport. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'd do. <laughs> Let's start with an airport. <laughs> I had a chance to be a pastor up there, a Native American village mainly, where everybody over about yeah. 12 years old was an alcoholic. And the only way in in the wintertime was by a snow sled. And then the summertime, you could fly into a lake. Right. There. Yeah, that, that's the best way. You need at least one pontoon boat or plane. Larry right. Evans's grandson was a bush pilot in uh, Alaska. Well, <clears throat> I'm one reason why I've become more and more uh, inclined toward technology is perhaps technology make it so I don't have to fly to Seattle. Right. Uh, if we have the right equipment and the right IT people that on both ends set up a Zoom meeting. That's what, they did, that's what they did for that prayer service out of California that just busted things open. So, that, so and, and some people couldn't do it. that wanted to, but they couldn't work it out. So, But God had enough people and the right people. Yeah. See, so you've got some people 
But yeah, it takes it takes a team. Yeah, and you have some people that don't have real good internet access. It takes a team, and uh, that's that's where our uh, buddy, um, oh, what's that guy's name? Elon. That's where he needs to get us one of those. Elon Musk. What's his little satellite things he's got? He needs to hook us up. Hook X Mystery up, and then we'll tell people how good it is. Uh, um, What's that? He, yeah, because he sent it over to where the war is and all that with Russia. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look it up. I forget. Nancy, you don't you know the name of that um, stuff Elon Musk has for like bringing the internet over where the war is in Ukraine and stuff. The, no, I'll have to look it up. Well, yeah, I don't blame you. You got Holy Spirit stuff to do. Why bother? I agree. But anyway, yeah. But yeah, some people don't have good internet. But yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, you don't have to interfere. That's why I love that. Um, when we were talking when I was coming over here the other day, it's just great to just say, hey, we don't have to be in the same room to still have that conversation. And then, yeah. uh, to be able to share it with others, it, we make it too complicated. And then what, what happens is we're trying to do something. We forget what we're trying to do because now we're trying to fix something so we can do what we wanted to do. <laughs> and we get all caught up on the mechanisms and all that instead of what we wanted to do. Well, is um, <clears throat> Action Media Group pretty well organized now as to uh, making use of their facilities? and mm, just no, every, no, everything's just getting started, really. I mean, um, Lynn's well-established with his show. He just celebrated, what was it, his 100th show? Yeah. Um, and that, and so he's well established and he, and he brings in income. So there's an aspect of it of which needs to be developed as the professional side mm-hmm. and that stuff there for Lynn and for those things. And then I'm working with, um, an individual primary, well, a couple places, but the primary individual I know, he's a green beret, um, goes a crossway. Um, is an armor bearer for one of the guys that was just recognized by the church there. Uh, retired, Green Beret, works with youth. And so I'm talking to him about having a youth group meeting there at the building. Because then, one, I also have the security of him and all of his friends and the detective friends that I'm getting to know through him and that in, in the area. And bringing in that presence of stability, law, um, authority, respect, and then having things for the kids to do, just fun, goofy things where they, you know, fart and tell jokes and, you know, whatever kids do. Well, uh, <clears throat> Jim mentioned something on the phone a couple weeks ago about, I was asking about the capital funds drive, and he mentioned something about uh, wanting to get a building in the mix or something rather, uh, and I don't know if he had a particular building in mind or, or if he well, did. They offered the whole building to us at one point. It might be that. I know he had told me. Because the building's okay. I think the building's fine. Now, they did move in something in the back there where the garage was. There's something there now. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Hopefully, they at least fix up the building. He really needs to. I'd say he needs to do something about facilities. um, Yeah. but yeah, we're not using much of it. I'm just now starting to move into the office there. I just, I, haven't, I don't use it. I'll start to now because that's what the Holy Spirit wants me to do. But. Well, he, 
um, the uh, in, uh, in some ways the location of the building is okay because of the highway system. It's fine. But in other ways, uh, you're off the beaten path as far as getting anybody to notice you. Well, I, that's kind of good. It's it's the the whole thing, you know. It's like the there's some that would have an image of a lot of people coming there, and it's fine. The building's there. We should use it. We should use it regularly, often. 24 hours is fine with me. But it has to be natural, organic, grow slowly. And it can't be based on the miraculous. Because that's when people get all goofy. But it's, it's based more on the education, uh, the broadcasting, the sharing of community, um, people, connections, um, things like that. Then, then it'll grow naturally and it'll, it'll be used. But you don't just want a bunch of people coming there. That's the problem right now. There's a bunch of spirits that don't need to be there. Well, uh, it's like, I don't think of it as a, as a, I don't think of it as a <clears throat> desirable meeting room. No. Uh, I tried having those services out there. You know, quite frankly, I couldn't get anybody to come because they didn't want to drive out there. Yeah. They didn't like that environment. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not conducive for that. It's just not. A, no, not for like a, not for like an intimate thing. Or like a church service, or like it, a, no, it, it's, it's it's not for a worship service. It's good for lectures and things, well, but not for up worship. To, up to a point, yeah. It's mainly studio space. Yeah, studio that's what it's for. for yeah. Studio and office. Yeah, <coughs> that's all it's ever been but meant when, to be. But when you but, have that, then you need to have a place. If you're going to grow, a place where you can send people, over which you have jurisdiction, you know. Um, Need to cut a deal with the hotel meeting rooms or something rather, so that when you're having shows being done there, uh, you can grow your audience by getting people together in person. Some of your your online audience, a place where they can meet with you in person and have a, uh, make a big deal out of it. Uh, uh, Lynn Morris would be at. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. What yeah? What Lynn did last year, I think. I think. I guess I missed it. Because I think he did it already. Did you go? Where he got all the guys, everybody that he had on the show. Oh, yeah. And they did it at Youngblood or whatever. Did he, he no. did that already, didn't he? No. Oh, he I was didn't. he was going to do it. Well, it's only been, what, 100 shows? So that would have been what? No, he, he had something else going on one time at the headquarters out there. And Yeah, that was a smaller one. And I, I got ready and went out there. I went out there. <coughs> <coughs> it turns out that... Uh, they didn't have room at the table for me because Jim was on the show or something. Like that. I, I didn't care. I didn't want to do it anyway. But uh, right, yeah, I'd rather not be on the show. Very unorganized. But no, what my my vision would be if uh, since Lynn has a lot of contacts in this area because mm -hmm. of his political background and his pharmaceutical background, uh, on his show be promoting ahead of time that he's going to have a special deal on a Sunday afternoon at uh, the Double Tree Hotel so-and-so meeting room, uh, uh, we're going to do a live broadcast and we're also going to have uh, 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 off-camera activity where we can get your input about what kind of shows you would like, what interviews you would like to see and hear in the coming months. And uh, let's get to know each other. You're my loyal audience. Uh, most of you, I've, I've, a lot of you I've met in person. Yeah, Some of you I've never met in person. 
want to know who you are. Well, That'll be good for the um, broadcast. Know, and, 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 and then at the same time, you can have other businesses like Youngblood have a booth set up. Um, and Yeah, I think Lynn would really like that. He really wants to be able to have the call-ins, but the, it's... Yeah. Well, see, Jim didn't want you broadcasting my church service from here. Well, and then, then when we were doing it out there at the building, he said, what equipment is he using? I said, his own. Well, he can't do that. Uh, got liabilities, you know. I thought, what kind of paranoia is this? I mean, I didn't know. It's a stronghold. I didn't know uh, from day to day what was allowed and what wasn't allowed. And finally, I decided, I don't need this. It's a, it's a, strong, it's a stronghold you know, is what it the, is. The happy hour is a pretty good program, but I didn't need the aggravation mm -hmm. of, of well, and I, I can, when I have time, I can go back and pull a bunch of stuff. It's, people just don't understand. Well, there's got to be more order. I, as far as in the main, maybe I, when I was out there, it was like chaos because Matt wouldn't show up uh, and, and he, he would start getting you set up when it was time to be broadcast. So you get on the air two or three minutes late and then they started shortening the amount of interview time. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't know how to manage time. They got the interview time down to like 45 minutes, and <clears throat> I had our our uh, primary care physician as a guest, uh, and both times when we were up in the Plaza Towers, uh, we, that was a handicap because of the COVID thing, then had her out there, and she made the trouble to come out there on a day off for the program, and uh, frankly, the thing looked like a mess when we walked in. The lobby was a mess. That that uh, uh, unused studio room door was open. It was a mess. And then the studio room was a mess. And Matt shows up late. And, you know, I thought, oh my, that you can't you can't do it. You know, you've got to be more professional. Yeah, <coughs> I agree. But I'm <coughs> I'm a stickler on that kind of stuff, and I know it. But uh, I'm also an audience member, mm -hmm. and uh, I've tried to watch some of those shows. I've tried to watch all of them, I get partway through, and I had real difficulty with them, you know, just staying with them. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, it's, most people, you're lucky if you can hold their attention for 10 seconds. Yeah, it, you've got to really have something going. That's why when I'm uh, sharing, I normally speak very quickly. Not fast, but quickly, so I can say a lot of words in a very short amount of time, and I can take people on a journey. So, right. if, you know, if I'm talking about a dog, I'm not just going to say a dog. I'm going to say a black dog with long hair, and it's got, you know, teeth, and it was foaming, and, you know, but in so little time that they don't even realize time went by. But. Well, I um, always enjoyed your... Uh, Facebook messages on Sunday mornings uh, that you did there for a long time, which yeah. I tagged on the end of them for a few times. Yeah, that still was clumsy and awkward, but at least we got some stuff out. But uh, <coughs> I did, still don't understand. Uh, you know, uh, Johnny, whatever he was, called himself. Rooster? He, yeah, he was doing all kinds of remote stuff, and Jim didn't seem to be worried about that, but Jim was worried about you using your equipment in the headquarters to broadcast. 
Well, that might have been because of the quality, too. I don't know. No. It had, had something to do with liability. Yeah. <laughs> but whether insurance would cover something or whatever. Well, I don't even know who I work for anymore. <laughs> I mean, technically. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, so I have two-week pay periods at my job, right? Uh-huh. So last Wednesday was the last day of my two-week for that previous time. Uh-huh. 132.5 hours in 14 days. Yeah. <laughs> I told my boss, I was like, you guys need to put me on salary. You're, you, you can't, you can't pay that. <laughs> and technically, I should put in for a vacation day because I took off one day. <laughs> so it's like you can't, you guys can't afford that. Well, you should I'm, put me on salary. <laughs> I know I may come across sometimes as being cynical or picky. <laughs> I just like when it comes to God's work. I like excellence. One of the things <laughs> that I have to hand to swim about down there. Uh, boy, are they ever into excellence. Uh, And uh, uh, I have to admire that. Yeah. And and it even shows up in their outreach and their service. Nancy got me home in the hospital and their office manager, Robbie, uh, an older lady, she called Nancy's phone and Nancy was sitting over here and and she was on speakerphone and she was saying, uh, Nancy, uh, and, and Robbie's a, 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 had been a nurse, and she said, "I can help. And if you don't call me, if you need help, I will have my feelings hurt." Uh, <laughs> she was serious. Nancy said, "Well, we're, we're fine, Robbie. All right, but if you get so you're not fine, call me." And she said, "Even if there's just one thing you need from Walmart, call me. I'll go get it." And she and and so. Their service is excellent. When I was down there a year ago last October for a conference, guys that I invited from Idaho and from Lubbock, they were amazed at the service they received by the staff at SWIM. They said, we've never been treated like this. What is SWIM again? Stillwater's International Ministries. Uh And they're the ones that put up the giant cross. And uh, their headquarters is excellence. It's like it's like a big three-story house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a regular building, and boy, it's yeah, good. that's the way to do it, especially when you're helping. Well, they, they've got bringing healing to people. That's really important. Well, uh, they have a big walk-in cooler. It's probably ten by twelve, and a walk-in freezer ten by twelve. They have a huge grocery giveaway deal, uh, but uh, they travel and uh, with the ministry. Uh, anyway. Uh, they, they are helpers, they're servers, servants, uh, and uh, amazing. And they, uh, there are people who recognize what they're doing, like nobody's on salary at SWIM. They're all, all staff. That's, that's where some churches, the only person I want to talk to is the person that does their bathroom. See, they, It's the only person that like, really took pride yeah, in their work. Those guys, <laughs> down there, every staff member is full-time and unpaid. Nice. Nobody's paid. Uh, they all have outside income. So they can afford to be nice. Yeah. Well, and they're committed to it. Yeah. And they take orders. Larry Green, uh, his word becomes law. Yeah. And Larry gets no salary. He doesn't own anything. Uh, I, I actually, 
I actually had someone question my authority over at X Media Group. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> but but uh, um, those people down there in SWIM, let me give you an example. Uh, when uh, Nancy and I were down there taking a tour of the place, at their insistence, because I thought, well, they probably got a little metal building or something around the corner for the cross. Right, you know. right. Well, instead, I'm walking in this place and it's... Well, know, that's what it started as. I was there before... Well, uh, but that was just at the cross. You yeah. didn't see the headquarters building. No, it, no, no. I was there. That was what, like 15 years ago or yeah, something. I uh, was there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, around yeah, they the corner, didn't have any of that. Around the corner was the house that they kept building onto. Right. And you go in there now and there's hand carvings. And yeah. they, you're talking about electronic equipment? They've got it all. And it's all top notch. But see, yeah. somebody, the Lord. somebody caught, the, said, these people will be good stewards, so we're going to entrust them with money. Yep. And uh, so. I remember. I so, remember the day. So yeah. anyway. Uh, That's awesome. Uh, I'm so glad. It's it's a. We were down there touring, and and in one of the uh, guest quarters, walked by, and I felt a bed beautiful. It'd be like a five star hotel. And, and that's, I just made the comment that uh, uh, Nancy and I are going to have to get a new mattress. Ours about about had it, and, mm-hmm. and it bothers my back and everything. So guess what? <laughs> they show up out here at the curb mm-hmm. with a, their Eldorado Cadillac SUV mm-hmm. towing a, a silver chrome trailer. Yep. You know, and of said, said, we're going to go to Cheddar's and have lunch. And we take you and Nancy, and then from Cheddar's we're going to Sam's Club. We're going to buy you a new mattress. <laughs> so we went to Cheddar's and lunch with Sam's Club. They insisted pick out one now, make sure it's a good one. And then when I did, then they said, "Now, uh, they told the salesman said we want a uh, motorized uh, adjustable bed frame to go with this." And uh, they said, "Well, we don't have. It. We can order it." I said, "Order it." <laughs> so they they brought the mattress home, and uh, about a week later, that the bed frame was delivered. They sent two guys up here with tools, and they put it together <laughs> and hooked everything up. And so it reached the point where I didn't dare say so that I wanted this or that. Does it get? It. Yeah, that, that's where um, a friend of mine was telling me about a time he learned that lesson with. Um, he went in and he was trying to figure out how to do something for his wife. I forget all the details. But anyway, a friend of his who was a businessman asked him, well, what's going on? He's like, well, I'm trying to do this and I need such and such. He's like, well, how much do you need? He pulled out his checkbook. He's like, well, 3500 He's like, now are you sure? Or do you need 5000 Or do you need 10000 What do you need? Uh-huh. And, and he was like, oh, so I need to be ready when God comes. I need to know what I need. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he'll get it. And the other thing people don't realize and that I was trying to tell people for the longest time is that we're in a time now where the wealth of the wicked comes to us. Yeah. And people are going to get mad at us for how much God blesses us. Yeah. And they'll get angry. Why you and not me? Well, you might want to talk to my master. And talk to my boss. Yours. Talk to my employer. Um, it's not my choice. It's his. Uh, it, the, uh, they had a, they, they since sold it, but they had a, Brand new motorhome that was was seat eleven, sleep eleven people, <laughs> and uh, I mean all the electronics 
gadgets, a beautiful machine. Oh man, they, yeah, they probably got their own satellites on those six had, stones. They had very little miles on them. Anyway. And uh, I mentioned at that conference that uh, uh, there were some places Nancy and I needed to go the next year, like Lubbock and so forth. Oh yeah. And oh well, they got hold the phone, stop, stop everything. Let's plan this. Uh, wow. We'll come and pick you up in the motorhome. We will take you to all these places where you minister, and we'll pay the bill. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. And uh, and I said exactly what you need. I said that's great, but I wasn't able to do it that next year. But I can, that's all right. I can assure you that if I wanted to do it now, in fact, when I made that trip to Lubbock, they were willing to come and just pick me up, take me out there, let me minister, and uh, and uh, come back. You know. Uh, oh yeah. So. Uh, somebody, I don't know who all, but they had a number of people <clears throat> who recognized that, that they're just a conduit of um, supplies and services. Well, that's the fun. When we finally figure out that the connection is just letting the blessing flow through us. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't even have to try to grab onto anything. It no. just falls out around you. Exactly. It's, it just... Let it flow. Uh, uh, I mentioned Howard Boyd. Uh, The last time we were down there for a conference, uh, Howard and his wife were there. They had their house, which was a fine big home, caught on fire, and they were having to live in a a rental place. I don't like it when a fine good home catches on fire. uh, I'll tell you that right now. They had a lot of their stuff salvaged. It was Swim that went there and salvaged their stuff. Swim Swim took it to a place. To get it all. And what does SWIM stand for? St- Still Waters International Ministry. Still Water Anyway, so they just called it SWIM for short. Anyway, Works for me. they went and they hauled all that the, the people's furniture to a place where they checked it in and they got it cleaned, got rid of the smoke smell, and then put it in storage, safe storage, and paid storage on it. And uh, here we were in the meeting down there, and uh, Howard. Howard's wife said, uh, well, we'll pay for that. We'll pay. Larry Green said, no, you won't. Swim's paying for it. It's all done. That's the end of the argument. And then, get this, the, the, at that big conference year ago last October, mm-hmm. we had our, our, uh, our meeting on, on Thursday night and then Friday morning. And then Friday we're having lunch and they have this big rectangular table set up, fine uh, table sets. Uh, and the swim staff serving us plated food and uh, at, at every place there's a plain envelope every place setting hmm. and uh, everybody had eaten uh, Larry said well uh, has everybody had a good lunch yes he said well uh, it's offering time and I thought, yeah, I knew some, you know, it, it would show up, obviously. And they yeah. gave you an offering. Yeah. Instead, he said, well, the only thing is we do things differently at SWIM. We don't receive offerings. We give offerings. Absolutely. The envelope by your plate is for, is, you. Is for you. Yeah. Everybody, everybody <laughs> had a crisp new $100 bill. Fuck oh, Yeah, I got something. That's the way to do it. I love and it. So Absolutely. Nancy and I came out with 200 bucks. Yeah. And, and Mark <laughs> Elvers from... Should have brought a friend. Mark Elvers from Lubbock. Should have brought a hostage. Well, Mark Elvers was there from Lubbock, and uh, by my invitation, Mark walked over after lunch, handed me his envelope, 
Oh yeah. I said, no, 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 you didn't have to come there. So Nancy, did you get any of those hundreds that were at the at that? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling about Swim giving the offering at lunch. So I'm not. I'm just wondering if you if you got to keep any of it yourself. Well, we. I don't know. We don't. Know. <laughs> we, we both had a hundred dollar bill, and then Mark gave us his, and uh, uh, everybody there was everybody got a hundred dollar bill. That's brand new and crisp. Uh, in the envelope. They, they do things first class and with excellence and they serve that way. Uh, now, that to me is a wonderful, I mean, if that's the gospel, who's in the world's going to turn their nose up at that? Yep. That's the way you do it. I mean, uh, absolutely. And uh, twice we've been their guests for uh, the Capitol Commission dinners here in Springfield. Mm-hmm. One was the Central Assembly and the other was the Second Baptist. Yeah, I'll have to meet them sometime. Is that where the Creation Museum is, or is that somewhere oh, else? Oh, no, that's around the corner from them. Okay. They're not connected. Right, but they, I, I thought they were close by or something. Well, I didn't know. Yeah. I was thinking the land was connected or whatever yeah. or something. But, I don't know. Swim it's has, been so long since I've been there. Yeah, hey, Nancy, I'm going to probably leave in here a little bit. Do you need anything before I head out or anything? Yeah, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Okay. I was just bumming around, so I'm going to run over to Ozark. They're the last night of the performance, or the last day today, then when it gets done, then the people for the next play will be there, and then they all work together to take the set down, so the people from the current play and the next play, and, you know, it's real good, real good um, Christian fellowship, you know. Oh, yeah. But it requires a tremendous amount of commitment to be in Yeah, it's all volunteers. I mean, you know, the theater's run by some people, but... But, I mean, for what they have to do, yeah, it's it's yeah. Oh, I can't imagine that amount of. It's it's a three month commitment for me to do a play there, at least a three month commitment. And 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 that means I have to cut back on everything else for three months. Yeah. Well. But I'm going to try out for one at the end of April. I I I've learned to appreciate excellence. Uh, and uh, swim's been a good example of that you know at that at that. Uh, Men's Con- National Conference at Jim Baker's at Morningside where I spoke, I had Jim Wining as my guest. We went down and we stayed in the same condo and he met uh, Larry Green. That's where Larry... Morningside's over there where the PTL used to be, right? They still got the hotel or something, don't they? Is that uh, it? Well, no, uh, that's owned by Rick Joyner. It's a on, different group? Yeah, but Rick Joyner is on... I thought it was Morningside or something. It's called Morning Star. Oh! And see, Rick Joyner... Is a Christian author. That's like Jesus being the the morning star, or wait, or is it Lucifer's the star of the morning? Wait, hold on. Yeah, where it's like. Well, Rick Joyner yeah. is a pilot, and he had a pilot. He had a plane leasing company where he rented planes, and he became. A, yeah, I've seen his book. He became an author. He's published. He made a bunch of money as an author. Oh yeah, I got his book on the harvest in my van right so now. So he uh, he bought. Oh. His ministry was Morningstar uh, Publishing. She's being sassy. She wants attention. Nanny, nanny, nana. Your mommy caught you. So he. Uh, oh boy. He bought, Heritage, over there. he bought Heritage USA uh, for his headquarters for Morningstar Publishing and Morningstar Church. He's on Jim Baker's board. Oh. And so. So he had a group of kids out there. In Biloxi, when I was there, it was a good group of people that were out there. I was really impressed with them. So anyway... Uh, they had a school or something there. And he's big time with uh, 
Um, yeah, I was impressed with that. Uh, Moravian Falls, which is close to uh, Heritage USA. Anyway, uh, oh, thank you, the uh, that's where I met Sylvia on the elevator in the hotel. But anyway, he has uh, pretty well restored Heritage USA. Of course, the theme park's gone. It yeah, the, the amphitheater is a pit. It won't, it won't be. And the upper room's still there. People have yeah. saved it. Uh, that's where we got married. Was outside of there. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, the the whole all the village. Yeah, it's all gone. You can't even recognize it. But the hotel, it the hotel looked decent. Yeah. I was there a few years well, ago. Well, and the, that, uh, it looked decent. that big barn, big barn auditorium, it's still there and restored. Uh, hmm. And Billy Graham's boyhood home is still there. You drive through the entrance to it. And, uh, hmm. uh, and he's now in the process of finishing that hotel that was stopped. It was two thirds of the way finished. That was a mess. Yeah, it, that it, was a mess from the beginning. That, well, the county wouldn't let him finish it. Oh, that, and, and they wouldn't let him tear it down. I was there when it started. It was a mess from the beginning. It was always a mess. Nothing about it was good. It was like cursed from the beginning. You know, I mean, if there, I mean, that it was, it was never a good so, deal. Anyway, finally, Joyner got permission to finish that hotel. He's working on it. Uh, yeah, they hadn't done that when I was there last time. The Moravian Falls is famous for up, people stay at Moravian Falls and angels visit. Oh, yeah, there's angels all over the place, really. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, and Moravian Falls, of course, built by the Moravians, named for them. And it was the Moravians that uh, uh, brought about the salvation of John Wesley. So anyway. Yeah, because um, he saw their peace. Remember that piece I was talking about earlier? Uh-huh, yeah. So, Millie, I can't hold you, baby. Yeah, yeah, stop being such a baby. Come here. How about if I met you? Come on. Come on. I met you. Well, you know I'm good. You know I haven't hurt nobody. She just wants her pop up. Yeah. I, he's, he's just got to do things a little bit differently for a while. He still loves you, and he knows you're the best little Millie around. And he knows you're so pretty. And when you're part, he's there to help you with your poor little sore paw. Yes, that's the one. That poor little sore paw. And he helps you all the time. He just doesn't want you on the left just because the doctor said that. When Papa moves upstairs, she can sit with Papa. Yeah, I mean, old doctor. I'm going to leave, and then maybe it'll be feel better when I leave. She's a good girl. You're a good girl, aren't you, Millie? You pop all the person puppy. See if I remember to take all my stuff this time. Dennis, I appreciate looking through this, but it's something that I wouldn't probably be oh, no. spending any time in. No, I don't think so. I, I got my I got it's, my, I got my it's, um, right here. It's my reminder. Yeah, well it's good and somebody See what yeah. happened was he wrote a book called How We Are Being Duped about the end times. Mm-hmm. And he wrote about how things were getting better. And then COVID hit. So I think now that maybe he's in a place where he can see he was actually right. But, you know, the naysayers, you know how hard he would have got hit in the thought from uh, that. But he was, he's... We all have, if we're... I've, I've been able to be part of his walk since before he even answered the call on his life. So it's really cool uh, to see the growth. Because the one fear I had 
And I had him come and share his testimony in Humansville. Actually, he's the one that opened the door for me in Humansville to make more of a full circle in the story. But um, so he came and shared his testimony. One fear I had was that because he was at the Revival Church, World Revival Church, they've changed their name now, that, um, that he would get so used to the glory being around that he would forget to grow in his relationship with the Lord. Because oh, I think because yeah. a lot of the healing evangelists, a lot of those that had that, I think that happens a lot. Well, yes. Because they can still go do their little thing they shouldn't be doing, and people are getting healed, mm-hmm. and you know things are happening because it's not about them, and then they start thinking it's okay to carry some of these vices or sins yeah. or distractions, or eventually it destroys them. Yeah. But he didn't. He had realized that himself, and it was so cool. And he's got a really good armor bearer, and that's so important for people to have as someone that's at their side. Yeah. Well, that's Larry Green is a young guy. Yeah. Uh, Andrew uh, Blackwell, that is his armor bearer. He goes every place with Larry. Yeah. And does the, the drive. Bruce. Bruce was an excellent. Oh, yeah. That's the kind of guy you want as an armor bearer, man. Because oh, yeah. not only is he an armor bearer, <laughs> but he'll whip out the weapons if he needs to. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I miss Bruce. Uh, well, and that's what's happening right now. That's what you need to know for Axe Media mm-hmm. Group mm-hmm. is that now God is moving Matt into the mantle of Bruce, and so he's being hit really hard. Well, uh, but he has to grow up. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. But that, and so that's that's what's happening. And so there's a lot of spiritual stuff. Yeah. Know. But that's the important thing to know is that. Yeah. He's moving into that. I I was able to pray with him with my charismatic Catholic friends, uh, just me, he, Lee, and Matt, and you know confer to him that that's what it is, and it's the mantle. Recognize that. Yeah. Um, and it's hard because there's a lot of um, feminine spirits. You ever run into feminine spirits dancing? I don't know. Negative feminine spirits. You ever, you ever run into anything oh. like that? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's where that's at. But it's just because he's moving into that mantle. It's hard, and he'll probably he's yeah, done at least a few dumb things, and he may say some dumb things, but. What was it that Jesus said to, was it Peter? The enemy's desire to sift you lies weak, oh, yeah. but when, he's, yeah. when you come through it, yeah. <laughs> at the end, yeah. I'm praying that you'll, mm-hmm. so that's, he's at that sifting time right now. So. Well, I know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, I know you know. <laughs> I more than once, I'll tell you. Nancy, ever get sifted? <laughs> Ever get sifted by God? <laughs> I, I, back in the early 80s, kneeling by the bed praying, Holy Spirit said, I have sifted you as sand, but I'm pressing you down into a firm foundation on which I will raise up a new ministry. Yeah. And he did. That's Acts the foundation. Ministry. That's ministry. Well, that's where people get tripped up. It's the diamond, Okay. So here's Axe Ministry, this beautiful diamond and the light shining on. Man, every way you turn it, there's something happening. Real News Review, um, Internet Radio, Kidney Fund. I mean, just beautiful, beautiful. And people are like, wow, it's so beautiful. And Axe Ministry's got all this beauty coming out of it. And you go, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. You go, what? 
that it's not the diamond, it's the light. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's what matters. <laughs> and it's not Acts ministry, it's the Holy Spirit. That's right. And if you only see Acts ministry, you're going to miss what the Holy Spirit's doing. Well, uh, Dennis, right, Nancy? I'll, I'll tell you this before you go. I said, right? <laughs> I'll tell you this before you go, yeah. because it's, it's relevant to everybody yep. and to me. Yes. And here's the thing. We all have a little sphere of, of, of existence. Yes. Where we live and move and have our being. And it's pretty small. And if we're not careful, if we're not careful, that becomes the entirety of everything that we will allow God to do mm. or, or even acknowledge that God is doing. And it's very, growth is painful. Mm -hmm. uh, and waiting is painful. Mm. Nancy is fond of telling people that it's during the waiting period that your faith is grown. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, uh, demonstrated uh, in, in Matthew's case that guitar mm -hmm. that music had made his world pretty small yeah and now I can understand that because I don't play guitar wish I did right I, I don't play keyboards wish I did mm -hmm. see Josh Goble his world stays very small because it's keyboards and music well and it's there's a there's a safety in that yeah, well, because when you're in the music, you're able to have a better rhythm with God. Does God, I mean, gee, did he make music or something maybe? I don't know. <laughs> See, when, when I look at various personalities, whether at Acts Media Group or elsewhere, right. I see people running in their little worlds. And and it's so, uh, it's so tempting. Uh, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me the other day about the size of my world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought I had expanded my world a lot from the wrong side of the tracks in Mobile, Missouri. No. You ain't seen nothing uh, yet. Uh, mm -hmm. lot, huh? What? Oh, that's Because you're comparing your life to getting better than the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. But that go. was then, Paul. Now, it is, you could say the universe of universes, big. Yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah. yeah. See, it's like it's transforming everything. See, I had my center. I had my little around you. I had my little comfort zone, uh, and uh, people like swim stretch my comfort zone. I mean, right? It's more blessed to give than to receive. Because yep. if you're a giver, it's easier. Than yes, it is. How do you receive? People pulling up in an Eldorado Cadillac SUV, pulling a big, beautiful chrome trailer, saying. We're going to take you to eat at Cheddar's. Well, they parked it. You know, uh, Andrew managed to park that thing, and then we're taking you to Sam's Club, the mattress, and then something. I know exactly how you receive it. And you say thank you, thing. Father, uh, and you thank them, and you let them know exactly then, what you need. But I got to look into a, a world then that that uh, is bigger. Yes. And uh, so. Big. And then I saw Mary Evans on television, oh, just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. On the Jim Baker show, right. he stood up in the audience because Baker was starting a fun drive, uh, and he said, "Pastor Jim from Swim, I have a twenty-five thousand dollar check for you." Yeah. Uh, I'm looking, and then I get down there, and I had a little exposure to Jim Baker over the years and oh, yeah. his ministry, and an exposure when I was down there. At the, when I was down there, uh, whether as prophet speaks at night or whether at that conference or as a guest, sit in the audience, 
their TV show. I think the Prophet's Beaks was my favorite. They, they, they started treating me like royalty. I had to learn. It's okay. Yes. Uh, go with the flow. If if it's being done out of respect for yeah. God, yeah, then yeah. yes, that's part of the danger is when it's out of respect for like only you yeah. or some title or like yeah. some some kind of a you have to learn to be twisted a, thing. Or, if you're not a good receiver, how are you going to receive God's blessing? You have to receive. See, Joe Campbell after that taping with Rod Parsley, back in my office, went back to his office, and he got his wife and two or three women working back there. He gets out this three-ring binder, opens it up, it's his, his uh, on-site Bible college, uh, part of the material. He said, you see that? Look familiar? Yeah, by Dr. Paul Collins. My book from 2005, he's been teaching it all these years. Embraced by the Spirit? Yeah. He <laughs> said, you think you could teach that on Wednesday night? I said, yeah, I could probably teach it. Uh, and, and so I had to learn, how, how do you receive that information? Uh, and, yes. and, and the world is, uh, uh, I sense sometimes that there are people who are afraid of the larger world. Oh, yeah. Because they, they have control issues. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to mess up what they, well, okay, the rich young ruler. Here's my thought on that and see what you think. So he comes to Jesus, right? And he's not trying to trap Jesus. He's not a bad guy or anything. No. He has a serious question. You know, yeah. what do I have to do? Yeah. And they get into the discussions, you know, about the, you know, laws, about, you know, loving God, these things, you know. And he's like, yeah, okay, I got it. I'm doing these things. And Jesus has compassion on him, doesn't he? It's, it's, yeah. And he's like, there's just one thing. What is that? Start all over. Yeah, yeah. That's all you have to do. All you have to do is start over. It didn't have anything to do with what he had. It was about starting over. Because some people will think of it as like the riches. Oh, they have to sell everything and give to the poor. No, 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 no. He had succeeded in that system. Jesus was bringing a totally different system. And he could be on the front lines. All he had to do was just get rid of everything that he thought was important in the old system and cling to God. And that's what made it hard for him. Now we have people who are afraid. Uh, they resist the larger world because they can control the world the size that they that they well, they no. made it. And they and they don't even realize it, but they've made their God that small. Oh yeah, sure. So that he they can uh, oh what's the word Jesus? So it fits into their small world, like, um, small world, small God, small yeah. box. Yeah, they can control. That's control. All, you know, that's as big as they can think or say or whatever else. It's all about how much I can control, and uh, oh, man. Uh, and I'm I'm not into control. I want God to be in control. Yeah, you're really bad at control. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a compliment. <laughs> so, uh, I just. It makes people mad. When you rely on the Holy Spirit to do the work, mm -hmm. it makes people mad. Yeah, They want you to... And I, it, it amazes me how many times people come to me and tell me how to pray for them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What's happening? <laughs> uh, you, uh, I probably told you that the uh, dreaded words that I hear. Oh, yeah. But. I, yeah. When I have people that... Uh, I hear what you're saying, but... Um, they, they, they make an appointment take my time, come and ask me, what do I do about this? Uh, right from my shoulder, here's what you do. Yeah. Three dreaded words. 
Well, yes, but. Well, yes, but. And I, and, and I ask them sometimes. Uh, why did you ask? Why, why did you come <laughs> and you know, take the time and do this? Uh, uh, but I've learned also to try to be a little bit more graceful about that. Well, do you think their butt is stuck in a stronghold? Like it's yeah. there's some kind of thought. It's really but a thought. I'm beginning to see uh, that uh, I, I didn't study for a doctorate in psychology for nothing. Right. Because I see that the connection uh, of the psyche with the spirit man. Now it's coming around full circle where you can actually. Yeah, and I can. Yeah. I can understand. Yeah. Why people say, "Well, yes, but." So much easier to see now. And I can understand. How about you, Nancy? You able to see better now? Is everything brighter now? Everything clearer now? All, just in general, all around. Spirit world, brighter. You're understanding more. Well, I always pray for the blood to cover Paul and I and Pete. Yeah. And travel the Holy Spirit and swim and learn how to know it's well, Yeah, but I'm just wondering as far as like your own vision. See, now everybody's different, right? I'm very visionary, no, I don't so I like to I like to hear what people see. I don't, I don't have a vision for me. I have a prayer that every day Holy Spirit will lead me and guide Paul, and He's already told Paul about the ten years and the five years. Yeah. So to me, as long as I am doing what I feel like I need to do, I'm the. So you're just resting in the moment. I am helping Paul. As the yeah, but thing of it is, I'm not trusting in the moment. I'm trusting in the Lord. Right. And I'm, I'm looking across the fence. I'm praying today for whatever because I'm asking the Holy Spirit to come and to go to them in whatever way to take yeah. care of whomever or whatever. Regardless. And you know it's coming because the Holy Spirit said it is. So you're agreeing even though you can't see it. And I, I don't. I'm not even thinking about not seeing or seeing. Right. It. That's not even. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, and then the next day. Oh yeah, I've, I've got this. Crazy. So that's why it's harder for me to describe that because me being very visual, I, mean, I try to see it. So so like when you were talking about praying across, is that across the word? The across the fence. My picture is there's a fence, and I can see over there, and so I'm agreeing with what's coming. But that wasn't what you were saying. No. Um, and me, so... Let me give you some ideas. I got two good ideas. Yeah. I, was, I always knew when I was at Maranatha, when survey team would show up. Right. And you can absolutely mess up. It doesn't, you don't even have to do anything wrong to be wrong. No. Mm-hmm. And it depends on the surveyors. Right. Themselves. What kind of mood they're in. Okay. So anyway. Yeah. They, come, they came in... And we were on the very first person of the very end of Lodge One. And I was there answering all their questions. And something about cognition came up. And the thought came to me, Nancy asked her what her definition of cognition is. Okay. Then regardless if it was about the same as not, no, you don't do that with surveyors. So I tailored 240 answers to her definition of cognition. Yep. Now, always before, and oh, thank you, Jesus. This is another praying across the fence. I didn't realize it. Good. All those years ago, we had five units at Maranatha. I don't know, even though if we have really four, 
But anyway, that fifth unit back there, as Paul's heard me say so many times, back all those years ago, residents were very functional for the most part, but mentally some of them were better or worse than others. Sure. Well, that fifth unit back there, those people, bless their hearts, they weren't doing anything wrong, but the thing of it was, you never could tell what the surveyors would think. Right. Like they didn't, they asked an aide one day about the Christian music being played in the dining room at lunch. Mm-hmm. Well, man, folks, it's a Christian facility. What do you think we're doing? <laughs> Try putting on some headbanging music and see what happens. So <laughs> you have a revolt. <laughs> we got through all the units and got back there to that fifth unit. And the minute I opened the door, I knew there was something different. There wasn't any of the bare hairs and bare hair things that were usually going on. Yeah. Because there was no telling. Nothing yeah. was going on. Yeah. In fact, there and I said nothing to no one. Right. You that, can't. You, that whole. You don't want to five, tip your hand. That whole five days. It was like a morgue back there. Not one bare hair thing or person, place, or thing was going on that usually went on. Yeah. After the survey team left, it went back to usual. Yeah. That's, and, that's Holy Spirit. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about when yeah. you talk about you pray across the fence. Right. Yeah. And for me, I would even wait on sharing a praise report till after the entire event was over and not during it because you don't want to tip your hand to the enemy because he listens to what we say. Well, that's true. And like one day, Paul heard this, that it was so awesome. I always knew all my residents and I had 60 on watch too when I charged that unit. Mm-hmm. And it's okay because you have to listen to his stories over and over so he can listen to some of yours over and over too. Right, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> I think he likes your voice anyway. Sure. <laughs> I walk in and clock in, and it's like immediately, here comes a pie in the face. Because Uh-oh. they said, Nancy, we had two aides call in. Uh-oh. And then for a bare hair minute, I, no, because I prayed. It was so awesome. Only mm-hmm. if you had lived through that, would you really fully understand Right. And I'm going to be very frank about it. Mm-hmm. Please there was do. no admissions. There was no discharges or change in condition where you ended up having to spend an hour or two hours. Right. On the Paperwork. Well, calling yeah. families, yeah. calling doctors, calling the pharmacy, all this kind of stuff. Technical work. one thing. There was just nothing. It was... It was awesome. It was like that manor unit up there at the manor. Mm. Nothing went on. And between the aides and I, and I had four aides and myself, we got the meds were all given, of course. I didn't have to get right. that aid. But we got all the baths done. We got wow. all the residents dressed and laid down after lunch. We got everything done. And it and we we not literally ran, but we had no time to sit down. Oh, no wasted time. You had to make sure you. And I that's good stewardship of time that we were talking about, right, Doc? And I forgot about yeah. this. I had no upset families. None. Wow. <laughs> when you know your yeah. residents yes. and your families. Yes, absolutely. Oh, it does. Man. 
That's, yeah, people that don't understand, that, I mean, that don't have an experience, that kind of work, it can be hard to understand. Like, take, for instance, where I am, <clears throat> with our documentation, we used to write, handwrite it before we had the computers. Yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, you put, like, there's normal shifts, 7A to 3P, 3P to 11P, uh-huh. 11P to 7A, those are, the, those are our common shifts, medications, you know, certain times and all that. But the government came in once and they said, wait, what's 7P? We don't know what that means. You can't get paid for in that time. That's missing documentation. Because it didn't say PM. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they got back thousands of dollars. Because they could say, no, it wasn't documented properly. Technically, it's wrong. Uh Can the average, oh, Second grader probably figure out what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's the kind of thing you have to deal with when you have someone coming in to oversee. It could you could even be something totally legitimate, but because they think it's wrong. Exactly. I, I, I almost lost my job at, at one point because the guardians were giving me money for me and the client I was working with to take him places. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, one of the state oversight people said, whoa, you can't do this money. And I was like, no, you do. And it turned out that we had documented something on the wrong piece of paper. We had documentations for everything, but there was one wrong piece of paper. So there was an issue we had to correct, which was a piece of paper that we needed to put the information on. I almost lost my job. And my boss calls me in there and it's like, why are you, I'm like, what do you mean, why am I? They're giving me this money to do. Of course, he was a Marine, so when he got involved, the Guardian, it was a done deal. Why are you trying to cause problems for this caregiver for my son? He's doing what we told him to do. Leave yeah. him alone. <laughs> yeah. But that's God's favor, and that that's the kind of thing that we've been talking about. See, you know, uh, I did not all those years ever walk into Maranatha without praying. Yeah. Before, and then I was always... Uh, Fertile ground. Yeah, it was so awesome. And I worked for, for with RNs. Yeah. Most total awesome Christians you've ever... That's good, had. because I'll tell you what. I've had good nurses, and I've had bad nurses. And the good ones are amazing. And the bad ones aren't worth having around. <laughs> but I mean, it's so nice. It's, that's what I told my the, my mom. I think she's maybe leaving now. And look, the picture I got from my sister earlier today. I think mm-hmm. I think she's done. But I told the people in the care facility where she's at. I'm like, thank you. Mm-hmm. I work in the field yeah. with individuals with needs, and I know there's bad out there. I've seen plenty of bad out there. Thank you for being a good one. Yeah. You know, and of course, you know, obviously, Maranatha is that way. But it's not, it's so good to know that she's in a place where she's loved, people care for her, you know. Um, it's, I know. It's, uh, we were so awesome. We started every morning, all the RNs and care plan coordinator, which is me, and so forth. Every morning we were in Janice Beatty's office having prayer. And probably it wasn't a very long time. It was probably less than a half hour. Speaking of which, I'm going to turn my recorder off. No, don't forget to. Yeah, that's why I'm going to turn this off. But I want to pray before I leave. Yeah. So, anyway.